Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. If you had a mullet, it would be out of business in the front and party in the back. <laughs> Sorry about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of the wife beater? Live from Texas, this is the Dryline Farmer Podcast. hear that it's brent and landon and this is the dryline farmer podcast well i wish we could have recorded the past 42 minutes that we've been talking but unfortunately landon did not sign off on it nor did i uh ask for the right so we're gonna have to start recording now but this is the dryline farmer podcast and ashton as always is right it's just brent and landon landon is um how is all the uh, margin calls going with all these farmers that sold their stuff at the bottom? Oh, it's so much fun. Every, <laughs> every day, every day we hit a new low point <laughs> with our self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> so do y'all, so from like your brokers, do y'all get like mugs or do y'all get like free caps at the end of every year when, when corn goes really high? I'm pretty sure this year we're going to get like fishing trips. Fishing trips. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a cruise. <laughs> there you go. Cruise once the COVID lifts. or see, They might give you your own cruise ship, man. That's a it's a good time to be alive when corn's above the $5 mark. But, uh, yeah, it's yep. great to um, actually see the prices go up. Uh, and that's not an input, even though I'm sure all the uh, fertilizers and the fuels and the uh, herbicides are all moving lockstep with the uh, the corn and soybean price. But Landon, have you ever handled soybeans? Nope. I think the whole time I've been at the co-op, we've taken in like half a dozen loads maybe. And it probably still got mixed with a load of wheat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we still had we still had like three uh three three injury claims on that. <laughs> three injury claims, yeah. <laughs> you still had an oil oil fire. Slippery slippery stuff. Those those employees they they slip all over that crap. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah, I was like, when we were growing sunflowers, man, that's Workman's stuff. Comp, oh, yeah, Workman's Comp was just going out the ass there, man. Yeah. No, when we were growing those sunflowers, it was like, that stuff had to be like, what was it? Hell, it had to be like 6 or 7% moisture. I mean, it had to be freaking bone dry before they would take it because the uh, oil, I guess, was a big problem and they didn't want to get it. Didn't, didn't you say like you could pack those semis as just as... as Full as you could get them, and they wouldn't even be close to overweight. Oh, yeah. You could be spilling off all four sides, and you wouldn't gross. You might gross 70. Maybe. Really? Maybe. If you dropped a lot of dirt in there. But uh, (laughs) So we hauled them in. So when we hauled them in, they're just a regular trailers. But when they hauled them out, they had those high-sided ones, and they were probably grossing 80. But um, I mean... Where did you take those? Well, we took them down... <clears throat> most of the time we took them down to uh hell center, which is about a f- hour drive. Um, there was one year we got lucky and we got to take it to the old Holly sugar plant and dump them oh, in those nice. a frames. So, um, that was pretty handy, but, uh, that's been, gosh, we hadn't had them in what, two or three years now, 
But boy, those things must be cold weather tolerant because our neighbors that had sunflowers last year, they've had volunteer flowers up for like three weeks now. And um, wow. and they got a good solid crop of volunteer, but fortunately they're pretty easy to kill. So um, I know they're going to probably put corn in behind those, but um, they got a good cover crop of sunflowers. It's pretty uh, pretty good. But, you know, I guess, hey, Landon, check it out. We're doing farm talk. That's awesome. <laughs> what are we doing? We're not a we're not a farm podcast. We're not a farm podcast. Um, but uh, this is I haven't seen one stalk of volunteer corn yet, and that's probably so. We're not going to plant yet because um, well, first of all, the planter's not ready. But second of all, man, we've just gotten so cold, and of course, hell, we're we're still pre watering on some of our stuff, and we've got some stu- uh, fields that have got uh, rye that are still there that are going to get chopped and hauled off. So. Um, we're not in any really big hurry. I know it's going to be like close to 90 this weekend, but um, it's going to get back down to average temperatures in the 70s, so that's real nice. That's a good sign. It's not going to stay above 90 for the next, I don't know, what, 90 to 120 days. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. When you're when you're reading reports that it's going to be 2011-like conditions, it's oh, just God. Hard to get, it's hard to get excited. I am. You know, so the 2011 comparison is like, calling somebody a Nazi or a Hitler. It's so over the top. That's never going to happen again. And I don't care if it is going to happen again. I know the Nazi deal won't. But that is like the Nazi of weather. You can't, Mm -hmm. don't use that as a comparison. Okay, 12 wasn't as bad as 11. But it didn't, it sucked just a little. People always ask me what 12 was like. It's like it just sucked a little less. Okay, (laughs) you can compare stuff to 12. Hell, you could even compare stuff to 2020. Just from a weather standpoint as a farmer, and you would be closer to a reasonable comparison than that dumpster fire that was 2011. And that was even before dumpster fire became a thing. So I know, um, man, I, I know in 12, every, every time it rained, it, I was right in the middle of it. It was it was unreal. Very fortunate. Yeah, I think that year it rained a lot more in town than it did out here north of town. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. In, in July that year, I, I was off. I was shut off at least. 12 days, I think. I think I was off too, but that's because my big well was down. So, because <laughs> yeah. you weren't paying your electric bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because I was defaulting on my vendors. So, yeah, no, but, uh, so you can't use, you can't use Nazis as a comparison and you can't use 2011 as a comparison. It's just, uh, even though it's almost, I'm listening to 1984 right now. Landon, did you have to read that book in high school? You did, uh, didn't you? I think we did. That book is so lost on teenagers, it's not even funny. Because, I mean, I, I read it, and I thought it was pretty neat. There's no way I appreciated it like I do now. Of course, we've literally got a lot of that stuff going on right now. So it's um, And then I read Animal Farm, too, and that's pretty close to... Uh, yeah, we read that one, yeah. It's, yeah. It's pretty... Pig, some pig, all pigs are, e- or some, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others, and uh, that's pretty much what we got going on now. So, um, but still feel bad for the horse. Still for ba- feel bad for old, I forgot what his name was, old, the general, or it was like a military name, wasn't it? I can't remember. Probably something like Abner. Who knows? Abner. But, uh, <laughs> Chester, old Buck. But no, uh, that and Lord of the Flies, man. That kept yeah. wondering when are the flies going to show up. This is. <laughs> yeah this isn't a, this isn't a christian book ma'am uh i thought i was wait <laughs> yeah. jesus jesus yeah. never showed up in lord of the flies it was uh it was kind of concerning so 
going home and reading Harry Potter. So <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Back then we were at home where, well, there was one book in junior high that was like 400 pages long, Watership Down, and I think I read about oh, yeah. maybe 50 <laughs> about the stupid rabbits, and I, it's probably a good book. Um, but again, you're giving that you're giving a 400 page book with no pictures to eighth graders to read and eighth graders that don't like to read. That's uh, true. So remember in high school, we had to read like oh, a certain amount of pages every six weeks. And my mom had all the Harry Potters on tape and she'd play them in school. <laughs> so I'd get those and like be playing video games at home, listening to that crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Now, like I got audible on my phone and you know, all mm-hmm. the books on video. They got it so like I don't even know if they they probably don't even give them books anymore to read because it's so uh, easy just to listen to them. You can listen to and you can listen to them like at one point three speed, or if you're really smart, one and a half speed, and get through that bitch and you know, like a weekend, and then you can go listen to it again and go listen to it again. So it's uh, I don't know, they got it way easier <laughs> to be done. Wouldn't wouldn't Fifty Shades of Grey be like the best book of all time to read fast? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a teenager, wow, that was really quick. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a teenage boy, that's all it takes, man. <laughs> Pretty quick, uh, Fifty Shades. It's yeah. That book was not as fulfilling as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> boy, that really went by fast. I've read, I've read better books. <laughs> yeah, I've had I've had better, not many, yeah. but some. <laughs> mm. Well, that would that, be one book you wouldn't want in Braille. <laughs> those are sticky What the pages. hell am I touching? Yeah, that's not a but. Oh man, yeah, that is just wet. <laughs> oh, it just keeps getting worse. <laughs> well, I wonder what ooh is in Braille. <laughs> just like dot 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 yeah. dot 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 dot. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever looked up the YouTube video where Gilbert Gottfried's reading? Fifty Shades, Shades of, Grey. of Grey, yeah. Oh, it's so funny. No fisting, you say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> I agreed to the fisting. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. He's so funny. <coughs> oh, man. Well, guys, that's not really worth rioting over, but um, that was that's supposed to be our, our uh, episode title this week. Since, um, so, you know, when in Rome, Landon, you got to do, you know, as they say, as the Romans do. So, um, and there's a lot of that going on right now with all the uh, civil unrest going on in our country. You would think this is like, I don't know, 1950s East Germany, but, you know, because we're not going to compare it to the Nazis because we're not quite there yet. But um, this is getting close to Eastern Germany with all the rioting and everything, which in East Germany, you couldn't blame them for rioting. Over here, you can give them a few... um, you can blame them quite a bit, but uh, we've got a list, or rather I do, because Landon doesn't really, as just like in junior high and high school, he didn't do his work ahead of time, even though I only go, gave him the assignment 20 minutes before we started, and as it turns out, an hour, because we gossiped for 45 minutes, but um, nonetheless... Yeah, I, was swinging, I was swinging in the local playground with a three-year-old. <laughs> my, my three-year-old. <laughs> okay, there's a sound effect that's going to come in here later, so uh, just be prepared for <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, that actually may be in the intro, <laughs> but um, things worth rioting for. Now, Landon, I know you've been mad. I've heard you be really mad and upset over over the years, and um, I haven't seen you riot about my hair loss. Yeah, well, I am on that same track because. So okay, real quick, Landon, when did you start noticing it, and from how long did when you? 
from the first time you noticed it, how long did it take to get to where you're at now? So I started losing it my senior year and, uh, pretty much by my sophomore year of college, it was, it, it was, was pretty much a foregone. By my, by my junior year of college, I was, I was buzzing my head. Were you ever comb over? Does that look a lot? No. Oh gosh. No, no. That's too bad. Deep. That's too bad. No, it's so I, I've got, as, as we said last week, as George Costanza, as George Costanza says, live, damn it. Live. Yeah. 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 And of course, of course, when I still had a chance to live, I was like 17. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah didn't yeah, have yeah. any money or was not have legally no, able to do a lot of the, 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 the living. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the living. Yeah. Uh-huh. You were just a single kid. With, with the receding hairline, <laughs> I, was, I was begging for a prom date with a ball cap on. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, this is a yeah. Now that we're married, I mean, we can just let ourselves go. So you know, it's just yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm still hot, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, we're you got to snag them quick because you only get uglier and and like saggier. So, you so gotta, I always recommend if you're going bald, just put on. 30 pounds of pure muscle and, and get a tan. I'm just kidding. I didn't, I didn't do that. You did, dude, if you put on either one of those, you would get cancer because you're so freaking pale faced and red, like oh, complected. Yeah. You would be one big tumor walking around the sun deck. Yeah. It'd be kind of scary. Uh, me, me and the sun are not, are not friends. No, no, definitely not. But, um, that's, that may be something to ride over. Well, uh, that's what we're going to do today. We're, we're talking about things you can, that, justifiably you should ride over or at least i'm gonna ride over because these things make me mad and mad enough to uh i don't know if it's mad enough to like steal like a 70 inch plasma or i don't get to do plasma anymore but like an lcd tv or i don't know landon could uh be mad enough to riot to uh i don't know you'd want to break into like a radio shack and get their oldest slip flown that you could find maybe a vcr if you're lucky Dude, they're, they're coming harder to find. As soon as this one goes out, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, I don't know. Maybe join the real world. But uh, so Landon, Landon's got his things where he can be mad at. So I'm going to start it off here. Now, um, obviously, there's the obvious things. Um, I'm going to start out with a little more. Now, Landon, do you ever listen to the talk radio during during the office hours on your computer? Sports uh, talk or? No, I'll, I usually listen to Ben Shapiro during the day. I see. I see. Um, but other than that, it's pretty much 70s or 80s music. Now that I'm not surprised by, but okay, so I listen to uh, I, I'm around the radio most of the day, and I listen to, of course, Jim Rome during the during the lunch hours and all that. And um, I can't remember if it's not just during his, but um, also during Hannity or whatever. But whatever the case, they need to get a new set of public service announcement commercials because they are really thin and they are really overrun. Because I don't know how many DWI PSAs they put out on the airwaves, but it's way too many. And I'm getting to where I really want to throw a small child or maybe lamps through a window. Because so not not only because of the redundancy of the and the overplaying of these commercials, but the content of the commercials. So the main one that I always think about is. Um, so this guy's driving home from the bar or whatever, and he's, you know, it's a, supposedly he's drunk, and his, like, Siri comes on, like, it's this computer voice, and, like, it's the navigation. He goes, why are you driving so slow? And the guy says, <laughs> hey, after a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. I'm like, okay, what, what part about that is irresponsible? He sounds fine. You can't smell anything on his breath, and he's taking it slow. Okay, so set the stage there. And then the voice comes back on. 
well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but he didn't say. They bleep it out. Uh, but then, uh, but I'm like, okay, so he's driving carefully. He sounds completely control of his faculties. And now you're going to find this dude 20 grand and whatever else and throw him in the hole for a weekend maybe or something. Or if he's, you know, Texan, you're going to, he's going to bust out in six hours, but, you know, go all Chuck Norris. But this guy sounds perfectly fine. It's like, hey, buzz driving is drunk driving. I, what about looking down at your phone driving? That's like, they say that's worse, what, like a hundred times worse than drunk driving is looking down at your phone during driving is like 10 times more dangerous than drunk driving. And now they're going to. I'm more, I'm, more, I'm more concerned about if these GPSs. If you tell them you're drunk, if they're going to start calling the cops. <laughs> so, you know, I guarantee, Landon, don't be surprised when I say this, but I guarantee because we know people or I've heard of people that have had these breath, you know, machines on their car where it won't start if they don't blow mm -hmm. into it. You don't, do you think, I'm sure they already talked to him, don't you figure? Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Point two four seven. You are shit-faced. Don't even think about it, you know, or, you know, if you're just barely over the limit, close, but no cigar, <laughs> you know, something like that. I mean, at least uh, make it humorous. I mean, it still can't start the car, but at least, you know, make Siri have some good humor about it. Point three seven. You know, that is not a girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she is you're a dude. A <laughs> yeah. What is your problem? You had one... Cosmo and Chilton. Why are you <laughs> hammered? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, you're gay. <laughs> you know, something like yeah. that. Don't, don't those things now, like, you have to do them ever so often, like, even while you're driving? Like, I think that's to, right. Because I, I used to know a guy that we went to school with that he would, he had one of those and he would go to the bar, he would go to the Midnight Rodeo, and he'd just leave his pickup running. Oh, he's in there. <laughs> Give me in there for a couple hours or however long, and just leave his pickup running the whole damn time. Oh my god! And and you know this guy. It was probably you know. a white dooley. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know who it is. Yeah, um, yeah, no, that I tell you what, if nothing else, it's commitment. I mean, if you want to go to the bar, that's commitment. Yeah. If you want to drink and drive, there there are ways to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um. Those commercials. And the other commercial is they run this commercial about parents yelling at refs at high school, uh, you know, like football, basketball games. And it's the I same. I can't wait till I can do that. You what? I can't wait till I can do that. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, this is more of the redundancy part of it. It's like, but the, also the content because so there's a guy and a girl and they're doing this back and forth or whatever. It's like, and it's ridiculous we have to make this commercial, but don't make us do it again because we will. Like, I'm sitting there driving down the highway, and I got the radio talking down to me, and I hadn't even done anything yet. But, I mean, like, yeah, so there are assholes that, I mean, like, go over the board, overboard and yell at, you know, refs and just lose their freaking minds. I'm like, dude, it's a JV girls basketball game. Nobody's getting a scholarship tonight, okay? Take it easy. Even if they're a star, they're going to be on what the L.A. Sparks, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean no offense uh, to women's sports, but I mean, let's be honest. So yeah, um, yeah, you're gonna just just wait till your daughter gets to college and she's playing against men. I mean, it's gonna yeah, it's, uh -huh. 
dudes in dresses or something. It's uh yeah. This is about as good as it's gonna get. So just enjoy it. Yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, those things make me want to throw another child through a window, like a storefront window, because. I don't know. I know I could change the channel, so don't even before you even go there. So just just stop right there. Okay, so now I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to riot because it's not raining, but we've already covered that multiple times because it's just going to rain when it does. So that's just a like that's a nightmare I have every night. But um, relating to that, the seven-day accumulated precip map on the National Weather Service website, I don't know. Again, I know I don't have to look at it, but it's – it's in my bookmark. It's not even a fa- it's not just a favorite. It's in my bookmarks bar that runs across the top of my browser and I pull it up every day except during the winter time because God knows it doesn't do anything here during the winter time except get to like 11 below 0. So um but um it makes me want to throw the monitor of my computer through another window. And I don't know if that's a little redundancy there throwing a monitor through a window that's running a Windows program, but whatever the case um Especially the uh, graphic they have on it right now, because basically the entire country, except the Tex- uh, the western Texas panhandle, all of Arizona to Mexico, which is a desert, Arizona's not supposed to get any rain, Utah and Nevada, everywhere else is getting not just a little rain, they're at least getting two or three inches. And I know there's some people out there who haven't had two inches at one time at their place in like three or four years, even though the rest of the country had like a whole half a foot in one night. But um, it makes me really mad. And I don't know who to be mad. I mean, who do you riot to? I mean, it's just a computer. You're not even the guy. The dudes at the weather service aren't drawing it. It's just a computer. I don't know. Computer program or algorithm or whatever. But whatever the case, it's it just those colors make me mad. Like right now, Landon, we're actually, if you pull it up, we are actually in a color. But uh, let me go here. So the five to seven day, we are actually in. No, we're not even in the light green. So it goes the light green. It goes from like if you want to go down I forty basically, and then once you get to Amarillo, it hits a straight line and goes to Lubbock, and like that's all light green, which that's the one one hundredth to one tenth of an inch area, and once you get to the state line, it gets to half an inch to three quarters. But once you get over to Arkansas, you get into the five to seven inches, and of course that's obviously rice country. But um, whatever the case, it's just, I mean, I put, on, I put on Twitter here a little earlier. When it comes to the seven-day accumulated precip map, we are the chick with the clap that everyone knows that she has the clap because mm. ain't nobody touching that with a 10-foot pole or a 100-mile pole in this case. So, um, Yeah, yeah, being in the being in the one-tenth ratio is kind of like the girl on Dumb and Dumber telling him that he has a one-in-a-million chance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was all that one-in-a-million talk? Yeah, that's so. I mean, it makes it really makes you want to blow your head off. But um, whatever the case, it's um, it, it's it, it's angering and, and enraging. But um, I also I'm also getting pretty angry about why they haven't cured mesothelioma yet, because I mean, <laughs> <laughs> why? I mean, we're obviously aware of mesothelioma. It's not from a lack of awareness. They how long have those commercials been on? Ever since they figured out asbestos caused cancer. I mean, isn't that really what it's from? Is asbestos? Basically, the mesothelioma. So. Yeah, I mean, you work in an industrial. I mean, you're in the you're an office guy now, but you're Jim Halper. But you worked in the uh, out in the industrial part of your um, business there, and I mean, you probably inhaled a little grain dust, and I don't know. There was probably a little I don't know mice droppings or asbestos that got mixed in there. But so far, you're doing all right, aren't you? 
I'm bald, but <laughs> well, now, yeah, you were that before I think, then. I think I'm okay. I was pretty adamant about wearing the dust mask, but who knows? Who knows how good that can do? But yet you won't wear a mask now. Ain't that ironic? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. No, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't miss those days. Yeah. I, I don't know why anybody wouldn't miss those days. That is, uh, sounds awful. Spending, to... spending 10 hours in a Milo barn in August is not. It's not ideal. It's so damn sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Sweating Milo dust. That's got to be one of the most comfortable things that's ever been felt. Uh, I mean, outside of a Saw movie. It's pretty. I'm telling you, man, it, it, it would be a hundred. It would be over a hundred degrees in August and I would be in there in a long sleeve shirt. And it, yeah, it, I never believed that, but it's actually cooler with the long sleeve shirt. I wouldn't have believed well, it. Well, it's not. But... No, it's not cooler. You just don't itch as bad. That model, man, oh. it'll, it'll, it'll kick Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if you wear those long sleeve like, fishing shirts, those Magellan shirts, it actually is cooler because when you sweat not and really. it sticks to your shirt and you go to, you know, your whole body smells like swamp ass, you are Dude. cool. <laughs> you are cool, though. Man, I, I had a guy helping me one time, and he, he was going to run the skid loader all day in there. And he's in a tank top. He's in a wife beater. He covers his his upper body in baby oil. He says, if you cover yourself in baby oil, you won't itch from the Milo. So he claims he didn't itch, but dude, if I if, if my phone would have had a camera back then, <laughs> you should have seen this guy when he came out of there at the end of the day. Just I mean, coated, just pasted. It was freaking awesome. Did he itch? He said no, but I didn't believe him. Yeah. Jeez, that's nuts. Oh. That is not, yeah. I'm like seeing a 45 year old lather up in baby oil right, right in front of you. <laughs> Sounds like a family guy quote. Have you ever mm. seen a 45 year old guy <laughs> lathered up in baby oil and Milo does, yeah. do we? Oh, hello, fat man. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> something else. I think, I think if I was going to write about something, since we're kind of on commercials, it would be why does every TV show, whether it's sporting event or not, even sporting events, how, how do they all go to commercial break at the same exact time? Oh, it's amazing. I think they're on I think they're on a loop. Well, like you got your college basketball games and they have like their under four I remember overhearing it one time I was like, Well, we're at our under four minute break, so they got it like they got staged breaks yeah. when it's not a timeout or something. Still though, how, how did two games get, get to within four minutes at the same exact time? I mean I know I, it. It's amazing. Or like baseball, what do they do? Like phone into the pitcher like hey man, <laughs> we got a commercial break coming up. Walk him. <laughs> dude, dude, we got we got three mesotheliomas and a DWI PSA coming up, dude. You're gonna have to strike this guy out like right now. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or throw him a melon, dude. Because uh we're going to break. Either way. Yeah. It's uh well, you know, being at those like at football games, you know, televised ones, and they'd have that guy out there on like the twenty yard line with like the entire the hunting gear suit, hunting the say the hunter orange, <laughs> safety orange suit yeah. on. And he'd have that one. He'd have that one like uh, palpation, uh, cow palpating glove on that's orange. You know, he'd have his arm <laughs> up so the refs could see him from fifty yards across the yard uh, the field <laughs> to let him know when the or off a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, that was always great. I love, I don't know why I always picked up on that, but it was just one of those things that I really, I, mean, I really I thought can, was funny. I can, I, I can be watching three shows, and mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. every damn one, you you go to change it, it doesn't matter. There it is. Yep, 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 yep. It's a it's an amazing deal. They they're they're scheduled. That's why, 
That's why I like watching golf because they'll go to commercial, but they'll keep showing the golf. Playing like, through. Who, yep. Who who wants to hear somebody talking when someone's golfing anyway? Yeah. Yeah, and the guy, the golfer on the on the small screen's all pissed off because they're talking while he's putting. So yeah, no, it's a. Uh, sure. Oh yeah, first world problems to say the least. Well, um, so yeah, that kind of stuff it, it burns you the it rubs you the wrong way. So I don't know why, and you know, like the breast cancer awareness. Is there not a dude on the planet that's not aware of breast? I mean, anything you could say like a chicken breast, and they're aware of it. All if. I guarantee you there's more men that are aware of breast cancer than women are. I mean, that's just, I mean, we're all aware of it. If there's a lump on a woman, we're looking. <laughs> that's just, I know that's wrong, but it, it, it is the truth. So um, anyway, um, and this is more of a local thing. I don't know if it's really a local thing, but um, one thing that makes me want to riot is most of the coaching hires of the Texas Tech football team. That is um, makes me want to throw you know, a football through a window or something. So, um, you didn't like our new basketball coach. I said football team. Oh, football. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. That's another thing you could write about is me, me listening, not listening during a podcast that you're a co-host of, but you know, whatever. So, sorry. I just got done cringing after your breast cancer. Call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that makes me riot. Uh, you know, if I got kidney stones, I, I believe I would riot if nothing else, just to, drown out the pain of me i'd rather get beaten with a baton than have a kidney stone i've never had one but i don't you don't you don't have to riot because what i've heard it's kind of a riot in your pants oh (laughs) well it's a riot in your back is what it yeah oh my dad had him he was curled up in the fetal position on on his bed like they didn't know what was (laughs) we didn't know what was wrong and went in there and i mean he was freaking just like locked down in pain it was really? I mean they said I mean like so you know it's in your your you know your kidneys well it the hurts the worst when it goes down from your kidneys to your bladder because those ureters are the are the narrowest passage once it gets down to your business I think it's a little wider passage but that, that it's, narrow urethra uh, well no you yeah well your business that's, that's yeah that's but, but um it's like the pain is in your back I think and it's just I mean like somebody's just it's just the worst you could ever imagine but I'm trying to think, I think I heard it described once as like, imagine exiting your car through the exhaust pipe. <laughs> <laughs> With the same amount of heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did he come out whistling like Kramer when he passed it? No, I don't, I don't remember. I wasn't there for the, uh, for the finale, but I know he was in there with a home video. <laughs> Landon, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break in here with the newsflash. Corn is down a penny. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's that, a bluff. The top's in. The top's in. Yeah. Uh, so um, no, yeah. Back to our Texas Tech coach. Yeah, our our football coach is pretty pretty crusty. Yeah, pretty crusty. Yeah, it's been pretty crusty since Leach since Leach got pretty crusty. Yeah, the end of the pick. See, we had who? So who have we had? We've had Tuberville. We've had Kingsbury, and, and now this and now Wells. this Wells. Yeah, yeah. It's um. We all knew Tuberville was a was a bust. Everybody thought, or I don't know if all the girls thought it, but everybody thought Kingsbury was going to be this like you know, young Wonderkins guy and going to lead us to victory. And he did exactly like I thought he inexperienced and he was buddies with the coaches and not only does, huh? He started out hot. He started out seven and oh, and then we we didn't win another game that first year till the bowl. When when we got done playing oral Roberts and uh, Amarillo college. Yeah. We, we started losing games. So, uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then not only does the guy go to a tier one school, he stays there for a day and then gets a head coaching job in the NFL. So, 
No it's, kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. He can find great quarterbacks, but um, now did he have? He must, inter- he must interview very well. He must, man. I don't know what it is. Maybe he wears like a whole lot of Stetson or something, but whatever the case, leaves that top button down. But uh, whatever the case, he's uh, <laughs> he's getting those no, jobs, no, man. Never underestimate the power of a good V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. It's it's a uh, sure thing, foolproof interview getter every time. Yeah. So uh, no, the uh, coaching hires of the Texas Tech football program have been awful disappointing. Now, our basketball, we've had interesting, interesting. Uh, obviously, it all started with uh, Bobby Knight when uh, we were at Tech, and that was an exciting was thing awesome. to be a part of. Um, but obviously, this last uh, two, three-year run we've had was uh, obviously exciting. And I don't know how I didn't know that, um, that uh, he was a Longhorn guy. Uh, not only that he went there, but that he also assistant coached there. But um, whatever the case, it was uh, awful Brandon, this morning. But when I found that out, I'm like, there, he's going there. If there ever comes a day where me and you are talking about assistant coaches in NCAA, then <laughs> I'm going to riot. <laughs> yeah, well, there we are. Man, how about the- how about that assistant coach at Creighton? He's pretty damn good. <laughs> I don't know. I had my guy on that that my that eye on that guy at Pepperdine. He was that that lacrosse coach, man. He had that great record over there at UC Santa Barbara and now he moved he moved up to Pepperdine, man. Dude, he's gonna take lacrosse all the way to state. <laughs> I was kinda hoping we would hire Darvin Ham just so we could see that highlight every time just, you go to a game. Just see that freaking backboard just shatter, man. The only and we were watching that game growing up and I was leaving the room, and it was like in my vision I could see him going up to dunk this. To you know, they missed a shot, and he yeah. went up and dunked it in. And as I got to the wall, you could just hear every, like my brother went just went nuts. Wow! Which of course I got to see the replay several thousand times. But yeah, I was right. a Split second away from seeing it live. Yeah, yeah, that was a, was a great. It was pretty a great cool. day. To, a great day to be a part of history, even though you didn't do anything. That's pretty great. That's yeah, that's great. So speaking of Lubbock. He that Darvin Ham won a championship with the Pistons in 2004, and Lubbock threw him like a little parade. I yeah, think not not the whole team, just him. <laughs> Damn that that was a little ham-handed of him, wasn't it? <laughs> that, was, that was very nice. Yeah, you talk about a fan favorite. But yeah, Patrick Mahomes he wins the Super Bowl and nothing. He gets I'm not sure if Darvin Ham was at this parade. I just know they like did a little <laughs> something. <laughs> no, I think doesn't. I think well, Patrick Mahomes. I think he still does a commercial for some maybe a dealership in Lubbock, isn't it? Like Nissan or something. I, I mean, it's one of those. I, I I know it's not. Um, who are the guys that freaking defrauded everybody? Um, oh no, it's not Rigger Dykes. Not Rigger Dykes. Yeah, <laughs> Rigger Dykes. Yeah. Uh, he's probably not doing Rager Dykes Auto. No, that was probably a bit, been a bad spot. Yeah, he, he called an audible on that one. <laughs> he, he did. He did. Well, they were doing flea flickers all the time, double counting their autos. So, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, oh, who do who do you have doing your car commercials? Oh, he's quarterback for the Chiefs, MVP, Super Bowl champ. He owns part of the Royals. <laughs> he's a good kid. Kind of a douche. <laughs> just signed yeah. a half a billion dollar contract. He's he's a, he's a good egg. Yeah, right. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, let's see. Um, that that's what I got. I, I've got one more thing. Whenever I and I think this is pretty common, but whenever you say you see somebody and you're like with your buddy or with your wife, usually it's the wife. But um, you see somebody and you say, "Hey, you know who he looks like or she looks like," 
and you say like such and such, and like the reaction, not not only do they not agree with you, they vigorously disagree with you. They give you that look like, no, he doesn't. Doesn't look anything like him. Do you get that? Because I get that. No, I must be pretty good at this because my wife always usually cracks up. Like we were watching Dateline the other night and this this girl was talking. She was like 20. I said, that, I said if that girl had a lightning bolt on her head, she would be Harry Potter. And my <laughs> wife, I think she's still giggling about that. But. Well, Landon, I try to talk. Uh, I, I try to usually compare them with actual living human beings, but you know. Well, like another <laughs> so, time we were watching Dateline and there was this these detectives talking and I was like, man, this guy looks like a fat Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> now, so, there you go. Now, that's so, good. So we were watching this with her parents. We we're over there laughing and her mom's kind of getting mad. And like about every 15 seconds, I would go, want to get some pizza? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's what a fat Jerry Seinfeld would want to do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like. Yeah, she's like, do you know you look like Stewie from the fam- from Family Guy, <laughs> head shape and all. Oh man, yeah, no, but I. Always, it seems like I don't know what it is. People just dis. Whenever I say somebody looks like somebody, like the one person. <laughs> so we got a friend and and uh, there's a baseball player played for the Texas Rangers. David Murphy looked exactly like a friend of ours that um, farms and, and went to went to Tech with, and he's actually in our fraternity, and. That was the first time she ever agreed with me on comparing, you know, saying somebody looked like somebody else. And it, there was really no debate. I'm like Scott Borman. Oh, yeah. David yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they compared each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look just like each other. So, and anyway, she actually agreed with me. So, um, it was... Uh, yeah. The one was left-handed. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, just kidding. I don't think he's left. I think he's a righty, but... Um, Whatever David Murphy's a lefty. David Murphy's a lefty, yeah, but not Scotty. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But anyway, so I don't know. People, but it's just it. But it doesn't matter who it is. It's always a vigorous disagreement. Like, okay, sorry. Maybe I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. You didn't let me finish. I'm sorry you feel that way. But he still does <laughs> look like Peter Griffin. You know. <laughs> but um. I don't know. It just always you would just appreciate it more if she just gave you a huh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or just to, just give me a uh, maybe a little. Ellie, uh, I do that. I do that. Maybe a little, you know. But that I don't go. No, he doesn't. Are you what? Anyway, I think I think with my wife when we're watching something, she's just happy that I'm not that I'm not quoting, quoting the next line quoting three the, seconds yep. before it comes out. Yep, 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 yep. yep. I know it. I know it. Oh, it's a great time to be alive. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. Um, Landon, where do we find you on Twitter? Oh, gosh. Where do you know? I'm just kidding. I know. No Twitter. This dude follows more people than a serial killer. Whatever. <laughs> That's right. No Twitter. Landon 44. And you can find me at Trader Brent. Uh, we'll both tweet out the episode link to this podcast. And uh, you can also find us all over the Global Ag Network. That is also where you can find our good friend, Casey Seymour's podcast, the Moving Iron Podcast, or is it just Moving Iron Podcast? And I think he's at Moving Iron LLC on Twitter. And then, of course, he's all over the uh, podcast sphere with uh, Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and all that good stuff, just like we are. So um, check him out. Check us out. Give us a good review. And if you give us a bad one, please be clever and funny about it, and we'll read it on the air. Uh, And it'll give us something to write about. So, guys, until next time. Y'all be cool. Y'all be safe. Start getting that corn planted because it's only going to get to $8 one time in your lot. Well, no, it's been twice. So um, maybe this third time we'll get to $8 and um, 
we'll make some money. So, guys, until next time, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.